It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey guys, I'm Sai, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of our wrestling series, Keeping It Real. We're back recorded this week after we did a live show last week before the Rumble, which was a lot of fun, and uh, it's something I'd like to do again. But um, my my co-host with the most, who I'm going to introduce in just a second, is an exceptionally busy man, and um, we just kind of fit in recording around his schedule because I want him on. He is uh, the man with the plan. Uh, subscribe to youtube.com slash acepodcastnation to watch this show and all our other shows in video format. You can get the audio version at all the usual podcasting platforms. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to youtube.com slash interviews and click that bell for notifications for the best wrestling interviews on the internet. But with no further ado, because... Uh, I want to get as much as we can into this show as possible as ever. But joining me, as he does every every episode, is post-wrestling writer and interviewer, Mr. Andrew, the legend, Thompson. How are you, my friend? Inside the legend, what's going on, man? How you feeling? I'm all good, mate. I'm, um, I really enjoyed doing the live show last week. It was kind of cool just to have a bit of a... It was a bit of a change-up for us. Like, obviously, I do other live shows... But we hadn't done, me and you hadn't done a live show before together. And uh, I kind of enjoyed it. We had some, some peeps, some peeps in the uh, in the old thing. And there was probably a few more people than who watched live than perhaps I was expecting. I wasn't expecting like major numbers and stuff, but because it's only a small channel anyway. But um, obviously it was right before the Rumble when I think we finished as the pre-show was on. So um, it was kind of cool. Um, first of all, mate. No Jay White, shock. 
Uh, no, nah, not really. <laughs> not, not, not really shocked. And he, I don't know if you saw that. I don't think anybody really picked it up. But uh, he had said on a backstage interview, um, when he came back, he said he signed a new contract. Oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't notice. I did see his interview. Um, and funny enough, I, when I saw his interview when he returned the backstage when when he said about the real Bullet Club, I was like. I thought to myself, yeah, Kent is turning up on Wednesday. I didn't say anything. I didn't. I just thought it and then didn't really think about it again and didn't put it out on social media, didn't message you or nothing. So it sounds like I was just saying it afterwards. But, yeah. Which Kent you were. Turned up. Yeah, Kent turned up. I was waiting for you to say it so I could then steal your idea. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, no Jay White, no CM Punk, no Batista, no Rock. But uh, there was plenty of... Plenty of good stuff on that, mate. I thought overall, Rumble as a show, I thought was pretty pretty good. We've had, we did say last week, like they're generally pretty good shows, but there has been one or two over the years which have been bad. But uh, I thought it was good, mate. Overall, what did you think? Yeah, it was a it was a solid show from uh from top to bottom. I enjoyed like the whole card. I feel like they had some good surprises in there the whole time uh, from the the women's and the men's rumble match. I feel like the I feel like the women's like was way better than the men's rumble. Like just, it was just better booked, and the men's was kind of. Yeah. I it, felt it, like it, the I, men's was a bit rushed. I did. I didn't have a, I didn't have a problem with Edge winning. It just felt like a little like anticlimactic. Yeah. Like at the end, it was like kind of just oh Edge won. Like we still happy to see Edge, but it was kind of like oh he won. That's the was when Bianca Belair won. I was like oh shit, like they really. You know, they, I, they, I they did really think she was going to win, though. I did think she was going to win. Like, um, I got when it got to about halfway through of the women's rumble, I was convinced. Like, I just was like, "There's no way she's not winning." The other way, she on at number three. Yeah, so she was like, she you, when she's been in there for a certain amount of time, I was like, "Yeah, she's doing the you know the all way all the way through gimmick." Um, I think, like, yeah, Edge is a weird one. Everyone loves Edge. I'm a really massive fan of Adam Copeland as well. I think he's a really good actor. Um, but I don't know what it is. It's just it was just a bit like, all oh, right, okay, Edge run. Um, it wouldn't have been my choice. However, I thought WWE followed up with Rumble his yeah with, they, with some they, really they, good TV mates. I thought they, they I, did. I thought Raw was good. They did. They did Edge's follow up really good. I feel like they kind of like straight away from Bianca a little bit with the whole. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to choose. Like, yeah, bruh, yeah. come on now. Like, stop trying to make it seem like dumb baby face. Number one, like, come on now. She she's yeah, been like the most yeah. confident character over the past. I don't know how many months. So, and I feel yeah, like I, 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 I feel like um everybody kind of is aiming towards the the Sasha match. But I mean, I want to talk uh, to you about that actually. Yeah, so I'm glad it, you brought it up. No, I was gonna say that I felt like they maybe could have, like maybe Bianca get the same treatment as far as making the brand tour, like I yeah, did. That would be the same quite thing. cool. Maybe they'll save that because I actually wonder whether that is a bit of a swerve because I was thinking about it. Um, Sasha Banks has not been champion that long. She's never won at WrestleMania, mm. um, but I think it's imperative that. Bianca Belair wins her title for the shot. I think it's vital that she wins the Rumble and then wins the title to build her as the next big star, particularly because 
they treat Oscar so badly, so you've got the horsewomen, and then all the other women are kind of almost like an afterthought. I think it's vital that they build Bianca Belair the right way. Um, and I just wonder whether everybody assumes they're going with Sasha versus Bianca. Everybody's assuming that. I wonder whether they're going to do Oscar versus Bianca and she's going to turn up on one Monday and just kind of swerve everyone. Bro, I, Oscar has I thought it was really done. weird, mate, that, the, like you said, her character is so confident and so... Like, she's the best at everything. And I love her character. I have done since she was on XT. But, like, they, like I understand it straight after the rumble. Like, the emotion and, and all that. I get that. But they kind of continued it on the on the Friday, yesterday. And they almost made it like she was... Like, they were going to make her that, like, cheesy baby face who's going to end up ultimately being screwed over because she gets distracted by... James Ellsworth in a mask or something stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't like the way... You know, maybe it's just a one-week thing where they were carrying on her post-Rumble promo, but I didn't like that change to her character. But what do you think about my, my idea that it might be a swerve and she's going to face Oscar? And your, ideas, your, Bellair, ideas Sasha, your, your ideas suck. Your ideas suck. Your ideas suck. Your ideas suck. That's just what it is. But who are you going to beat? Are you going to beat Sasha again by having Bianca win? So Sasha loses at WrestleMania again. Do you know what I mean? It's they. It's like they're booking themselves into that little bit of a corner. If they do go with the Sasha Bianca match now, like they could do it at SummerSlam next year, and it would be quite good. They could do it at WrestleMania next year. Um, and I like the thought of Bianca versus uh, Oscar as well. I think that's a good match. Who do you think Edge is facing? Roman. Do you think so? Surely they're not going to have Edge win, though. Oh, no. Please, no. no. I can't I can't see Edge winning. I can't see Edge wanting to put himself over against I Roman. Really, I really hope they put uh, Christian into the... Inter- if they do an intercontinental ladder match... I would love, love no, no ladder match, no ladder match. I'd rather see him versus Biggie in a singles match, but in all honesty, but um, but I, I do think we, I think Edge going um, challenge Roman on night one, and then we are gonna get an Edge and Christian tag match on night two. So do you reckon they may go with Edge versus Finn Balor and at, at, at Mania? Or that would be cool. But no, but I, Edge, I, th- I think Edge Finn, versus. Uh, no, I, I think I think Finn gonna drop the title to Karrion Cross. So that means. Do, do you? I see. I, uh, yeah, I saw that. I, but Vince is gonna get one look at Karrion Cross and that mm-hmm. entrance and Scarlet Bordeaux. Finn will have that title off him, in in two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be interesting. I don't know. It's um, I quite like the I, the thought of Edge versus. Who's the Raw champ? McIntyre. McIntyre. I, th- I quite like that as a feud on the Saturday night, or the first night, as like a main event, closing the show. And then on the second night, doing... Maybe you have Roman Cost uh, Edge versus McIntyre or something, or attack him after the match. And then do the Usos, or if you can't do the Usos, do like Roman and... Jay versus Edge and Christian in a post-mania feud. 
you could do the Usos versus Edge and Christian if Jimmy was cleared on night two, I suppose. That would be quite an interesting kind of added match. But um, I thought Raw was good, mate, this week, considering the last few Raws have not been great other than the Edge, uh, other than the the Fiend and Alexa Bliss stuff, obviously, which has been phenomenal long-term long stay with storytelling, as you know. But um, I thought Raw was good this week. Um, I thought they did a good job of kind of following on from the Rumble. I thought there were some good matches. I was glad to see that they had the Edge and Orton match main event, not because necessarily I wanted to see that match again, but I was glad that that seemed to be putting that feud to bed because what I was concerned about was that they were going to take the title off McIntyre at, is it Elimination Chamber next? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was concerned they might take it off, or give it to Orton at Elimination Chamber, and you know they still might, and then do Edge and Orton at Mania. But that seemed like that was the end of that feud for good, or certainly for the time being. And obviously, with Alexa sat on the turnbuckle, that kind of indicated that the Randy and uh, Bray Wyatt thing's going to kick up a notch shortly. Um, obviously, we're going to jump about a bit. What was your favourite? Uh, individual moment from the either rumble, not necessarily a return or a person, just individual moment, just like maybe a spot or something, just something which kind of stands out and you you enjoyed. Um, Christian's return, I feel like that was yeah. the, that was awesome. I kind of I kind I kind of felt bad for him. We have a crowd to react to that, and the commentary was kind of like. I mean, well, the, 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 there was a thing throughout the day where Christian was just chilling in the locker room. And, like, you know, he's always there in the locker room, so nobody yeah, batted, no, nobody batted an eye at it, and he didn't say anything. So he mm-hmm. was just in there chilling, and then I guess when everybody went out, he stayed in, changed, and then, you know, that, yeah. that, I, I'm guessing that's why I commented. Like, I, I, you, could, you could hear Corey Gray's on commentary. He was kind of like, with the like, hold on. Like, this dude was just chilling with this dude in the locker room. Now he's, you know, I'm pretty sure that caught a lot that's of people awesome. off guard. So. Yeah, it, it was good to see Christian back. He he's on a part time schedule now, so I'm I tell you what as well, mate. He looked slick. Yeah, man. For someone who's been out for that amount of time, and you know he's not young to come in. He looks so slick in the ring, and I think he's one of the 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 most underrated workers of any era, really. Like I think people forget how good he is. You you, you want to know something funny? I read somebody say. Uh, Somebody has. They, they, I think uh, I saw Dax Harwood quote tweeted. Somebody that was like, um, what, what, "What does everybody see in Christian that makes mm-hmm. people think that he's so good?" I'm like, "Y'all have Jesus. no idea. Yeah. Like he's legitimately like one of the best wrestlers out there. Well, has been one of the best wrestlers out there." So his um, his run in TNA as Christian Cage was what first made me start watching TNA back in the day, and then I kind of went back. And watched some of their older stuff because it was on in the UK, or like on repeat, all their old like the Jeff Jarrett years where Jeff Jarrett won <laughs> <laughs> every week, every week. But like Christian Cage's run in TNA at that point, really like uh, that's what got me into TNA back when TNA was real good. Like um, cheap, yeah, cheap, what... cheap look, cheap look. I interviewed Christian. I know you did. Yes, you did, and it was an awesome interview as well, mate. Real good interview, Not, as as are all of your interviews. In fairness to you, but um, you know, that's a that's that must have been a good one for you. You did Wade Barrett, of course, as well. Um, mm-hmm. 
who is uh, now on NXT TV. So, technic- so technically, I have two WWE interviews. There we go. You do? Wow, that's because you're going places, mate. You'll be working for them soon enough. <laughs> You'll be doing those backstage <laughs> interviews like uh, Todd Grisham used to uh, do. That, w- that was funny. That was but, funny. Um, I-, I-, I give you that. Pops- that, that Popsky. That's the, Got that, a Popsky. That, that's the only time I give you credit for your joke. Yeah, yeah. I'll pop you again. Don't you worry. Um, what... Um, what would you like to see Christian do with his part-time schedule? Is there any matches in particular you'd like to see? Uh, Big E for the Intercontinental Championship is one that yeah, kind of sticks that, out that, for me. That, that's, that's definitely one. Um, I'm trying to think of something. I'd I, I love to see Christian in there. Like, I, I, like Just for like throwback purposes, I'd like to see him in there with Ray. Yeah, I would but, like to see. I was thinking Ricochet, if Ricochet, if they could get Ricochet to like a mid-card title level. Again, like him versus Christian could be quite fun. Um, and, uh, I'd, 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 I'd quite like to see Edge and Christian versus the New Day. Um, I think that could be kind of cool. You know, it sounds like kind of off topic. Uh, I was thinking about how they how they just now doing the Ali Kofi thing. I'm like, bro, y'all like two years too late on that. Yeah. That that like that that was like a ready made title feud in 2019, Shit. but instead they wanted to go Dolph Ziggler, Mister. It should have been me, and that was mm. horrible. Like that 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 that, that 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 dragged Kofi's title run down. Well, in fairness to Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler, I've never seen any other wrestler come back from so many bad gimmicks <laughs> and feuds. <laughs> but he always comes back, and he's had some good. Don't get me wrong; he's just had some good stuff in in there, and he's had some good matches and some good feuds. But he's had some terrible stuff, terrible kind of gimmicks or feuds, and he always comes back. Um, I think he's in the right slot at the moment. If they could get some young tag teams in there to work with the likes of him and Bobby Roode and him and uh, and New Day and, and the Usos when they're back, I think, you know, they've got some good experienced tag teams. They haven't got many, but they have got some good experienced tag teams. What they need to do is get some young tag teams in there to work with those guys. They don't have no damn tag teams. That's the problem. They keep firing them all. And on that note, they fired um, someone else this week. Uh, what's his name? I always forget. Steve Cutler. Steve Cutler. I was going to call him Brandon Cutler, but that's uh, AEW dude. That, he, yeah, he, um, he 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 got the him and Wesley Blake got the short end of the stick when, oh, when they, they got when they when they got stuck them, with uh, Jackson Riker. Jackson Riker did that dumb shit. Um, uh, last what was that May? And when he sent out the the tweet about him supporting Trump after George Floyd got killed, and I was like, so so that's I mean I already knew he was probably like one of those right wing dumbasses, but like so yeah. it's like but it just further stamped it in when when that when I saw that and then you know he went on to delete the tweet, but like dude they got taken off TV for like seven months after that, and like the, it, and and then Wesley Blake and them came out and said that they didn't agree with nothing he said, but they just got collateral damage because they was on screen together for so long, yeah. so. Well, the you thing know, they, is, they got well, mate, sorry to interrupt you, man. The thing is, um, like, tells you everything you need to know about Vince McMahon is oh, that yeah. they got they got taken off and TV because of um, his tweet. Because of his tweet, then he's now back on TV in a fairly mid upper card role with Elias, feuding with some big, you know, wrestling with some big names. Did um, he pin Jeff Hardy? Yeah, Steve Cutler has been fired effectively um, because he caught COVID after a New Year's Eve party. 
Mm. Um, and from what I could pick up from Diana Parazzo tweeted out today in a response to a link uh, story from somewhere who had reported that that's why he got fired. And she said that they were, uh, she was at the same New Year's Eve party. It was a collection of wrestlers who had been together all year round working. Um, so like the people who were together at that party, it was only a small group. You know, they they were already together in the day and and working and stuff. So, yes, you know, and then he got COVID and then they obviously did all the precautions and the things that you do. But I think the problem from Vince McMahon's uh, eyes, as far as I can tell, is that he went to, you know, he was backstage and then he found out that he had COVID, obviously, meaning that he could have come into contact with X, Y and Z. But the point is, like, those people who were he was with at this gathering, he had been with throughout the year because he was working. So, you know, come on. Like, how can you... I know that's probably not the reason they gave him for firing, but it sounds like that had something to do with it. Vince McMahon, he needs to go. But, um, yeah, I feel... I'm trying, figure, I'm trying to figure out how to Jackson Riker not gone. Well, that's it, mate. And that's what you mean. you got him and he stays and gets a push, a mini push. Well, I, can, I can only gone. imagine him putting like he, especially out that shit he pulled last year with that tweet. Like that, that was like had to yeah, be like the most was, worst. Was like bullshit, mate. This I'm, I'm, I'm like you. You could fired on the spot. You, you couldn't have picked a worse time. And, and, and then at that, you, you, you got black coworkers in the locker room with you, yeah. such what? as Biggie and Kofi, who were in the midst of that. So, like, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to figure out like how he even. Like, yeah, that well, shit even registered in his brain, but, I mean, at the same time, you kind of figure it because his background and, you know. Like, for me, um, if you tweeted that, I don't know, uh, a different time. He's um, still, like, a dumbass, but. Yeah, he's a dumbass, and I would have said, oh, you know, fuck him. But, like, <laughs> to, to do it at that, at that time, time, after a man's just been killed, and emotions and and everything is so... Like, it was a sky high, wasn't it? It was so mm-hmm. tense. It was to like a week after then, that. It's just like, it's like that douchey attention-seeking thing, which like internet, you know, like there's these people on like the internet and I was particularly on Twitter who say horrible shit to just to get a reaction. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't even believe it. They just say horrible shit just so people attack them and they feel like they're the center of attention. And I felt like it was kind of like that. But for me, if you're saying horrible shit when a man's just died, you're just a massive cunt. Um, that's just the way I feel, so there we go. Um, I Not very often I say the C word, I've got to be honest, but there we go. Just, um, the, 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 the sponsor's going to be looking at you like, how's yeah. going on, man? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't say the C word. But... Um, yeah, so I thought I thought the Rumble. I thought it was a pretty good week for WWE all around because I thought the Rumble was good. I thought both Rumble matches were very good. Um, yes, I wasn't overly, you know, like ecstatic about Edge uh, winning. I was a little bit disappointed when, like, when Randy Orton went out at the start and then like did the injury gimmick and then came back at the end and everyone thought he was going to screw Edge. Yeah, well, I assumed the only reason to do that was that you were going to have like Edge think he'd won, 
and then behind him on the hard camera you'd see Randy Orton slide in the ring doing his like RKO gimmick and then the lights would go out the fiend would return the fiend would like well, that, take that, Rand, that, like but, he would take would, Randy that, Orton and then the lights would go out again and they'd both be gone and Edge would win but that, Randy that, Orton. That, that 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 would have made it way worse like because because I mean because it already felt like it was like oh it not over it, it, it was like it was not overbooked but it was just like what was the point they could, I, mean, I can see if you had a crowd there to react to it they probably yeah. they got like a, a ooh or ah but like it was like what was the point of that and I, I feel like if you would have added the whole Bray Wyatt thing that, that would just would have soured it even more than it already was well that, no that's what I mean I, I if I were doing it I'd have had I'd have done the fiends taking Randy Orton but I'd have done it at the start when he first went in but I assumed that's what they were going to do, was that you'd think Randy Orton was going to screw him, then the Fiend would come back and they'd brawl to the back or they'd disappear with the lights going out, something like that. I assumed that was what they were going to do. It just felt really weird and I felt like it added to the anti-climax of it all because you thought Randy Orton was going to screw him and then he didn't. It was a bit weird, like he just kind of threw him out. It wasn't like a big struggle or i don't know it was it's very it, strange it is no so argue yeah yeah it was just <laughs> bizarre it was just weird but look it wasn't um you know i thought it was all right i thought the women's rumble was good i thought all the matches were good i thought having the 24 hour uh 24 7 title gimmick in the middle of the women's tag team that's bullshit yeah you mean in the middle of the women's rumble uh, was it the women's rumble or the women's yeah. tag team match? Alicia Fox won it in the rumble. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think that's. I think that was not yeah. needed. Um, yeah. And it was. Hey, where you um? Where you think Rhea Ripley gonna go? Uh, right. So here's the thing. I think they are gonna put her on Raw, and she's gonna feud with Alexa Bliss. Uh, Alexa Bliss, and that's how they're gonna slowly bring in this thing which they're doing with Alexa Bliss with a fiend like gimmick. I think that's a mistake because that means you have to either beat Alexa Alexa Bliss's new gimmick, which you shouldn't be doing, or you've got to beat Rhea Ripley very early in her Raw career, which you shouldn't be doing. I also think if you put her on SmackDown, there's some sensational feuds for her off the bat mm. without putting her in the title picture. So if... If we assume that Bianca and Sasha are going to be tied up in the title picture, I think a Rhea Ripley versus Carmella feud could be really good because they're like polar opposites in terms of like their look. Um, I think a Bailey versus Rhea Ripley feud could be amazing. I but think you, you, a, you want to know what's crazy about Bailey? Like, I, I think she's made now. Like, she's like really made. I, I think she's. I, I ain't gonna say she had like the Daniel Bryan type made, but like. I feel She's like not that. Fire off, is she? Yeah, I feel like that title like really like just stamped her in. Like e- even though she she's been like taking losses over the past couple of weeks, she doesn't yeah. her character doesn't feel like any less than what it has been since you know she had that title run. Like she still feels like a a big deal. So they I, I think they they did a good job in solidifying Bailey. Like she I, I think she can elevate quite a few people on the roster like going forward. Well, last last week's SmackDown wasn't very good, but last night's SmackDown I thought was real good. They had. Um, so they did the Intercontinental Triple Threat, triple threat which was very good. Um, but the, I thought Bailey versus um, Ruby, Riot. Ruby Riot was 
real good. And what that, or do you know what it did to me as well? It's apart from it just, Bailey's fantastic as a character and a worker, is um, Ruby Riot should have already had, like she should be in the title, she should be a maid, kind of up mid card, upper card main eventer who you can rotate in and out of title pitches as you need it. Because she's so good in the ring, she's got a unique look, she is really good. And if I was going to pick someone for Rhea Ripley to come into SmackDown and work with initially, I'd probably insert her versus Ruby Riot, and then move on to a feud with either Carmella or Bailey because I think they both would be good workers for her to work with early on. And she could beat all three, really, but also have good matches. So she could come in, have like a little run of feuds and kind of use in her promos, I've beaten Bailey, I've beaten Carmella, I've beaten Ruby Riot. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I worry that they, I, you know, uh, I worry that they're going to put Rhea Ripley on Raw. Um, yeah. That's not that I don't want to see that feud, because I think that feud could be real good, but I'd like to see them go back to that Alexa Bliss Rhea Ripley moment, because the whole point of just very quickly going on, like the whole point of the fiend is that he never forgets, isn't it? Like he goes back and he remembers all the people who wronged Bray Wyatt. Wish he'd attack Vince McMahon. Um, so, like, if you're going to go down that same route with Alexa Bliss, you can do Alexa Bliss versus Rhea Ripley in six months, eight months' time. Nine, do it next year at the Rumble, whatever. You don't have to do it now when Rhea Ripley comes straight up to Raw. And I just think that they're going to, and I think that's going to end up hurting one of them, and I'm not quite sure which one. Um, so, yeah, I'd put it on SmackDown. What about you? Yeah, I think I think you put it on Raw because... Okay. I think I think Raw needs the the star power. I feel like they have the equal footing in that SmackDown as I feel like SmackDown has a a bunch of big names and growing names. Like I feel like Liv Morgan is up next. Uh, you got of course you got Sasha, you got Bianca, you got Bailey, and then you got your surrounding players like Natalia, Tamina. They 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 got like a good core there, and I feel yeah, like yeah yeah like I mean and you got Carmella too. Can't forget her. But I feel like Raw kind of needs like an extra oomph in the women's division because it's like kind of all over the place you got charlotte is yeah. doing the thing with lacey evans you got oscar that's the, dumb, uh, oscar, the oscar is the floundering champion you got <laughs> nia jackson Shayna baszler and who else is there alexa bliss and she's kind of doing her own thing and i feel like she's the only person that's been like booked consistently over mm. the past four or five months so i feel, I feel like they could use rhea ripley because they need somebody new they need somebody fresh in there because they like i i, I felt like you know and it doesn't it's not her fault at all. But like I feel like Becky Lynch, you know, had like her get giving birth kind of like really threw them off. And like they, they didn't know what to do. I, I feel like they 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 were like planning for for Becky to be around for the next six or seven months, you know, and they had kind of planned everything around her. So when uh she took that time off, they kinda of like, Oh shit, like, you know, yeah, oh, gotta go to Oscar now. You you know what I'm saying? Like that that's uh, Oscar is like their that, that thing in the wall, the hammer, when it says break in case of emergency, that, that that's exactly how they treat Oscar. Like, oh, whenever some shit go wrong or whenever they need, like, a, um, a, a fill-in person, that's what they throw in there. And it, it kind of shows through her title ring. So. Yeah, it's unfortunate, isn't it? Um, yeah, I just hope that if they do... Like, I don't disagree with you for your reasoning with that. I And that's it, my, my one 
reason really is for her to not go to Raw <clears throat> is I think, like you say, Alexa Bliss has been one of the most consistently booked characters uh, on the female side of Raw and I don't want them to ruin either her or Rhea by doing something stupid. What they could do is just have Alexa acknowledge it and say, like, you know, I haven't forgotten or whatever. Or just like she did. Well, you remember when she walked past Roman on the ramp when he had the title and she kind of just stared at him really obviously. You could just do something like that to show, you know, that she's, you know, she hasn't forgotten. But they're not going to do that feud straight away. Save it. Save it so we've got something to, to look forward to. Um, on that note um, of kind of long-term booking and stuff like that, uh, we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but um, at the end of uh, AEW Beach Break this week, we had uh, a certain Mr. Kenter turn up, gave um, John Moxley the go-to-sleep, and uh, did you see the, the post-match interview he did with, uh, he did like a little thing with Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega tried to give him the too sweet or whatever. And he basically said like, I can't remember the exact wording he used, basically told him to fuck off. And yeah, I, th- I think that was the exact verbiage, literally. And, um, and what I liked about that is like, it does seem like when COVID's over, they might do a, a Bullet Club versus Elite blood and guts match they should because i feel like that is uh a big match who would you have represent bullet club got, got, gotta be gotta be god jay white G-O-D. And uh, i'd have god kenta and jay white jay white so was it five or four 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 on four oh, okay i was hoping for five on five because i'd have evil in there as well just no, just, no no just no just because i no. like evil no, you, you, you are like the only person in the world that I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't know what, there's something about him. I just like him. They just, um, but yeah, they'd probably be the four, wouldn't they? As for me, I just can't wait for the Tamatonga and Good Brothers and Young Bucks kind of interactions or promos whenever they happen, wherever they I, happen. I, I, I feel like a lot of people shit. are anticipating Omega and Ibushi somewhere down the line but I, I don't think that's happening in the states i think that's happening in japan i don't i don't think i, I can't see japan letting kota ibushi come to aw like and be on tnt before they let omega come back like i, yeah. I just can't see the only, the only way i see it happening is if they do some sort of soap super show at MC, uh, madison square garden then then i think yes you might be able to do something in the states other than that I don't see it. I'm not even. You know. how, how, let me ask you: how, how, how would you feel if you spent three or some years, four or five years, building up somebody? You finally give them the title. Seven months later, they tell you they splitting. <laughs> and after the biggest, the biggest show of your calendar year, I'd be pissed if I was in Japan. I mean, I for referring to Omega, I mean he made the decision that was best for him, but like, you but- know. I, Let's I, I, be can, honest, I, can, I can kind of see if you know if, if that is the case. If they are upset, then you it's, it's kind of understandable in a way. But at the same time, you can't really be mad because it's his choice. So, but let's be honest, though, mate. Right? It's like if Simon in Cardiff knew just from that? watching, just from watching, but um, being the elite and just following the products and stuff. Like everyone knew his contract was up. Everyone knew 
the elite were kind of building towards doing certain things. Like, I don't understand how it was a surprise to them. Even if he said, yes, I'm staying, like, until he signs that contract extension, there is always a chance that he's going to go to WWE or he's going to go and do something with the, his friends. It's like, I don't know, I, I find it difficult to, to grasp why they were so pissed off. Yes, be a bit pissed off for six months or so, but New Japan do seem to have a bit of a habit of, like, holding yeah, they, on they, to they, these they. grudges. They still don't like Impact because of stuff <laughs> which happened with like Okada and Jeff Jarrett and stuff. Like I don't know, it's weird. Oh, um, Okada was a jobber in TNA, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So in, in answer to your question, the four I would use for the Blood and Guts match versus the Elite, I'd do um, Omega, uh, the Good Brothers, and Nick Jackson versus Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fale, Dick Togo. And um, it's a, it's a toss-up between Takahashi and Jado. Wait, what you talk about Dick Togo? You didn't, you didn't listen to me then, did you? No, because I, I start hearing these random names. I'm like, who, like, who, who, who wants to see? Who wants to see that? Like, I, like, are we, are we talking Obviously about? Joking. <laughs> I about to say no. But then I wouldn't mind seeing El Phantasma against Nick Jackson, Nick Jackson in like some form. El Phantasma's in um, Black Club, isn't he? Mm. Is he or not? Yeah, he is. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind seeing him versus Nick Jackson at some point, see? So, um, I don't know. There's a few options. But, um, yeah, but can, like can't it's happen. Can't wrestling on next week's Dynamite, so. Yeah, that's a bit interesting. Do you see? Do you think they're gonna initially kind of do like a the Bullet Club is all on the sort of same page, but not quite. But they are sort of in terms of they've kind of got the same enemies, so they won't necessarily be at odds with each other. I'm talking about the Bullet Club and the Elite, so they'll kind of be like exchanging maybe some barbs and some words, but they won't attack each other they'll kind of focus on John Moxley or whoever they're feuding with and then eventually build to it or do you think some from the from the outset like Kenta will be not interested in kind of teaming with them and when when they do introduce other members of Bullet Club they'll they'll do a very defined Bullet Club and elite well, well just, just for next week I think Kenta's and Omega are going to beat Moxley and Archer, and then Kenta is going to GTS Moxley, and then he's going to GTS Omega, like because he, he he's that, already he, he's already made it clear that he's not friends with with Kenny. Yeah, and that's like very clear. So I think it would only be right if Kenta. I mean, the, the ultimate thing here is to build to that uh, that new beginning in USA match with Moxley, and I definitely think they're going to take the title off Moxley yeah, at should. that show. Like they should. Like Moxley been holding that thing hostage since February of last year. Like it's time. It's time, bro. It's time to give it yeah. up. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to GTS Mox at the end of the match, and then he's going to GTS Omega just to stamp it in, add it a little yeah. bit more. And then I think they maybe there will be some continuation from that. Like, we don't know. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, think- I, I, definitely, I definitely think Kenta is not going to be his last time on uh, on Dynamite, especially because he lives in Florida, I think. so. 
like I saw a lot of people getting very excited about all these different matches and things on AEW and, and AEW stars going to New Japan. But I think what you've got to remember is I don't anyone who's in Japan now is not going to be on AEW for for the for a while. And anyone who's in the US who's in AEW is not going to be in New Japan for a while in Japan just simply because because of the quarantine and kind of process. Mm. Did, did you? So you're did talking you, um, about taking someone off TV so, for AEW for like a month, um, and I just don't think that's realistic to so, take a so big did, star off. Did you? Did you see the the announcement for the women's tournament? I did not. It look, it looks solid, man. I like the the lineup they got. They doing a um. It's a the half of the matches are taking place in Japan, and the other matches are taking place in the US. Oh yeah, okay. So with all the Joshi fighters, yeah, and stuff. yeah, and uh, Aja Kong is in there. Uh, Maki Maki Ito, I think that's her name. She's the one. She's the one, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you ever. I'm pretty sure you've seen some of her clips on Twitter. She always she always the one that's always saying motherfucker all the time. Like yeah, she's hilarious, it's hilarious, bro. Like and she's gonna be in there. Um, I, I'm really. And for the Serena D Rio match, I think that's about to be about to be a banger Should right be there. Good. Should but you good. you wanna know what? I, I think I I don't I haven't officially seen this, but I, I think the um the Joshi matches are gonna be in uh on YouTube. Okay. Like I'm I mean I mean I, I can kinda I mean, obviously I I mean you can see why they can't broadcast it live on Dynamite, but I, I think it would be I mean, I mean, maybe it would be cool if they were to air at least one of the matches live. You know what I'm saying? Just to, so people can yeah. see. Like, I mean, I mean, you could watch it on YouTube, but I think it would be, you know, like a, at least some way decent to at least air it live on TNT. You know what I'm saying? Well, the thing is, the way they've treated the women's division hasn't always been great, is it? So it'd be quite nice to get those, that as many of the tournament matches on your TV, TV. as possible. It's a tournament. And also, want to see like, it. With the Joshi ones, if there is some sort of problem, whether it's like um, with the time difference or whatever it may be, is do like just don't put it up on YouTube live, and just show it on Dynamite, and like show so highlights. First time, yeah, it's the full, um, show the match in full, but it's the first time it's been seen because you haven't put that on YouTube. Do you see what I mean? Like just to re- just do it as a re- pre-recorded match on Dynamite. Who um, think on where? Oh, I, I, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Because, like, I like Serena Deep. I wouldn't be um, disappointed to see her win. Um, Britt Baker wouldn't be disappointed to see right. her right. win. You, you think you think it's time they they should just go ahead and go full throttle with Britt? Like it's yeah, time, do, bro. Yeah. It's time. She's um, and what I, one of the reasons I think we don't always get a great deal of female. Uh, kind of promos and segments on AEW is because I think that not all of them are quite ready to cut promos um, and that's why Jade Cargill was given the mic the other day or the other week when but she is really good saw her because Jade she's so great. good on the mic um, Britt Baker as a champion even if you haven't got her in matches every week she can come out and cut a good promo every week as the champion so you've got eyes on your women's title um so you know for me she'd probably be the one i would go with i think but mm. is there someone who you think maybe uh who... I, I i think rio gonna win it and they're gonna do the match with her and Sheeta, and then okay. Sheeta. i mean she's gonna take the title off Sheeta, and then you know because i mean 
I, I, I could either see her or Britt winning because I, I feel like most likely it's probably gonna be Britt because like they like she's literally been like the focal point of the women's division even when she was injured she couldn't yeah. wrestle so now that she's back and she can't wrestle like I feel like you know that's probably the way to go I feel like they've been they've been wanting to put the title on Britt for a long I don't know why they ain't just put the title on on the off the get go but I mean yeah. like, I, I, but I, I, I I think it was something fresh you know to have Rio as the inaugural champion and then pass it to Nala Rose and I think that was. That, that they had some really great matches, bro. Like together, they worked really well together. So, yeah, I mean, but I think it, they might as well just, you know, it's time to just put the title on Brit. Like they, they just delaying it at this point. Yeah, she, um, she, they do like, they do seem to really like Riho as well. So I do wonder, perhaps, if they would go that way, they do seem to really like uh, Riho. Is she full, she full time in the states now. Um, no idea, mate. Um, not sure, but obviously, it wasn't that. Uh, like a problem before is that she wasn't on TV for ages, was she? Because um, no, she was a pandemic. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like yeah. the pandemic, and then you lose her when the someone's not in the states full time, mm. and then the pandemic came around. You you kind of you stuffed out you because you can't um, you can't use them. Um, and you lose. You and it's crazy. Like the last time she was on Dynamite was in March last year. It's crazy. Jesus, that guy's that's a long. That's a long time, time bro. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Gee whiz. But um, yeah, ultimately, mate, um, I'm glad to see them doing that tournament just because they have neglected their female division. Um, uh, um, Anna J is in there too. See, she could be. She'd be my sleeper pick. Yeah, the dark horse. Yeah. Yeah, I really. Um, she did a real good promo with Adam Page on being the elite this week where she like told him to piss off and sort his shit out. Hey, do, do, you, do, you, do you think that they, they like the Adam Page thing is kind of getting like old, like as far as yeah, him, they like, need to, they need yeah. to move him along, don't they? Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you what you think about that. kind of felt like it's like, it's dragging a little bit, like him doing the drunk man, like he can't make his decisions and all this other, like yeah, I, 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 I feel like it's about a bit. Do, do, do you think, like hindsight being twenty twenty? I mean, do, do you think they he should have been the first AEW World Champion? Or you think things just like it, it went how it was supposed to go? I think like I'm like right cause, 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 considering gone. like where he is now. I think I'm alright with the way he's gone. I think um, the pandemic has kind of hurt his momentum as well, oh, though, yeah, because for sure. he was so hot. Yeah, but he I'm had the also, crowd. I, I I think um, he's still very popular with people. I think what they should do now is they should turn the drinking into a kind of like almost no I don't want to say stone cold because it's like I don't I don't mean it as that comparison but I mean you could st- if you want to have him still as doing the drinking gimmick that's fine but change it from kind of drinking and and being sad and moping about to being drinking and kind of kicking ass and just change it up a little bit um and i think like him leading the dark order could be good for them and him if it's done right i just i'm still not sure if they're going to do it right yet and that's not necessarily because of anyone involved i just not sure the direction they're going to take it in mate um ultimately um i think we're going to find out soon enough though because it does look like they're going to do something with that soon um one way or the other 
do you think he will ultimately end up leading the Dark Order? I, th I think that's the way to go. Like, I mean, because I, I know um, the Matt Hardy, he was like them trying to force him to yeah, be the so leader. Is kind of you good? I was just going to ask you with the Matt Hardy thing. It's like obviously designed to sort of tease him going with Matt Hardy and and further Matt Hardy's sort of heel gimmick where he's taking all the young wrestlers' money, which I quite like. It's, I think it's quite funny. But do you think like ultimately like the Dark Order might end up saving him from that somehow? I'm not sure like how, but they could end up either maybe saving him from an attack or they could save, I don't know, some sort of way. Do you think that's why they've gone with that? Or do you think they've just put the Matt Hardy twist in there just to make you think he's legitimately not going to join the Dark, dark Order? I, I think when Hangman's character, what you're going to see is him, him coming down to just choosing between the two stables and he realized that he just absolutely does not want to be around Matt Hardy. So he's just going to end up choosing Dark Order yeah. and then it's going to end up working out for the better betterment of the whole the whole group. Because I, I feel like like it's kind of crazy how the Dark Order started and like the main focus was Evil Uno and Stu Grayson and they kind of like background characters now. And John yes, Silver really and Alex right. Reynolds are kind of like the forefront and they it's like they just missing a, that main piece and that you know of course that was Brody Lee. And then like I, I feel like they like I feel like that's all they missing now is just that main focal character in the, in the other group. I, I, it's kind of weird. I feel like they need it. Yeah, I just I'm not like my one sort of thing with it is I just don't know how he'll fit in with it like they'll they, have they, to move they'll they, have to move away from a cult do you see what i mean like they, they, they could use they, they could use negative one yeah yeah they, i mean they could man i like that would be hilarious that, like, that would be I hilarious think, um <laughs> like him adam page coming in and saying we're gonna pray i if i'm gonna be the leader i want to pay tribute to um to Brody Lee, and the best way I see us doing that is by list, you know, by taking take, doing what his son would want, and then you just have this negative one come but, in now and again. Now, besides, the, the only thing about that is, little Brad in school, like he's legitimately in school. Yeah, <laughs> he, can't, he, he can't. He yeah, can't. Yeah, but you know, he can't be there all the time. But he could be. You know, it's in the evenings, isn't it? Like he can just go in the nights, just <laughs> tell some dudes to beat up some other dudes. Can you, can you imagine how, uh, the, the bragging that he can do in school? Oh, my God. Like, uh, live television every Wednesday. Yeah. Um, okay, my friend. Uh, we've gone a little bit over what we uh, what we said in terms of time. But um, I appreciate your time as ever. Um, we've had a little chat about the, the graps, the wrestling. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where these various storylines go. We have not talked enough. About say, before, um, right, did you um see Trey Miguel came back to Impact? Yes, I did. What did you uh, What did you make of that? He he um he did an interview about it already. Did he? Did yeah, he uh no, I, I wish should have been should have been, been you, <laughs> but he was he was on uh, Taylor Wilde's podcast, and he okay. had basically uh basically explained that he's like the first thing he said was that Diz and Zach needed wrestling in a different way than he did, and it kind of sounded like I mean he basically the way he put it was like uh. Zach is married. Dez just got engaged, so they needed wrestling in a different way than he does right now. And he mm. didn't want to be away from his family. And he said he couldn't like imagine, you know, moving to Orlando. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying. So 
And yeah. he's a head trainer at a wrestling school as well. So it's like he 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 didn't want to give all that up and part like the most of it was just he didn't want to you know up and leave his family like that to go to go to Florida. So I mean I think it worked out the best. Yeah, because what's I, the I, distance like between Florida and uh, he, so Trey? I, I don't I don't know where he resides, but I know Impact takes out of Nashville. Like I'm I'm assuming Trey yeah. is in the Northeast somewhere, somewhere. like probably like I don't know like. Ohio or some shit like that. Like he's like in that area, I guess. So, I mean, I I, I kind of I, I think it worked out the best though. I don't think the six man thing, Rascals thing, would have worked in W. And, I, and like now seeing where uh, Diz and Zach are, like they're in the semifinals of the Dusty Classic. So, and yeah. I, I and I think they're gonna beat Legado del Fantasma. Get to the final, probably. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's gonna um, be them versus GYV in the finals. Grizzled young veterans. I saw someone on social media suggest. Um, Someone asked who if Christian was going to do what MVP does with the Hurt Business, like what tag team would you like to see him manage? And someone said the Grizzled Young Veterans, and I was like, that sounds incredible with uh, Christian as their kind of manager. Even though they don't need uh, a mouthpiece, they don't need a manager particularly, I just thought it sounded fantastic. Um, those three together on the on a SmackDown, for instance, just tearing it up. Um, what did you think of NXT this week, mate? Just uh, very quickly before we finish, because I thought it was pretty good. I wanted to ask you, um, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, so I'm going to look up how to, how to pronounce it, but um, what did you think of, first of all, of Edge and Balor and all that sort of stuff? What, what was you about to pronounce wrong? Um, the the Chinese lady, they did like a little story promo about... Um, yeah, I think it's Tian Sha. Tian Sha. Um, yeah. yeah, what did you think of that with the dragon? And the, I, I appreciate. I liked it. I yeah, I like the effort. Like they, they just didn't like keep her like some, oh, like Ran- keep it simple on commentary. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she's a, she's a mystery woman. Like, yeah, we know that yeah. obviously, but I, I like I, I that they the took it away from the triad it. thing as well. The what? Like, yeah, it, at one point, like <laughs> um, early on when they were doing it, it felt like they were going down like a. Like a triadi, like mafia type thing. I yeah, did go they, away from they, it a while ago, they, but they like beating the hell out of Zion and uh, and Boa. Yeah, I, 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 no, I don't think that was like. I think that was just more of like a training thing. Like they was getting their yeah. ass whooped. But um, yeah, I, I appreciate the effort they went to, mate, with the the dragons and everything. Like and the story and everything. I thought that was real good. Um, and like I speculated that it could be. Uh, Miko Satamora, didn't I, a couple of episodes mm. ago? She's going to be on NXT UK. She's though. on NXT UK. Um, so it doesn't look like it's going to be her. But as we discussed, what WWE should do more to create surprises is announce Wrestler X for SmackDown, for NXT UK, for NXT, and then have them turn up on Raw or whatever. Because, yes, you know, things get out in this day and age with the internet. So why wouldn't you use one of your five brands, if you include 205 Live, to to create that surprise? Are you see um, Karrion Cross confront Santos Escobar? I think that was cool. That was interesting. I also saw uh, him have a little word with Edge as well. But um, Karrion Cross is so cool. But like, I what I liked about the confrontation with Santos Escobar is I really want title. well we want to get 
we've said before when we about getting Santos Escobar into the kind of main title out, picture, out, like, out, yeah, of the out of division. the cruiserweight division. Um, I don't want to see Karrion Cross take that. Because, right. Do you know what he could do though? Is he could take it and then face Balor and just unify them and get rid of the cruiserweight title. The NXT cruiserweight heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, just change it to that. But if they wanted to get rid of the cruiserweight title, but then you've got two or five live, which probably means that's why they wouldn't get rid of it. Um, now, do you remember them days when that show was like must watch on a weekly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I can't, I can't remember the last time I watched two or five live. Mate, I only got enough time to watch the stuff I <laughs> want to watch. That, that stuff. But, did, did you um? Did you get a chance to see uh? Are you, did you are you gonna get it, like try to watch the uh, new beginning and Hiroshima shows? Um, I'm gonna try and watch them uh, tomorrow morning after I've watched the UFC. No, no, no the, the Hiroshima shows next week. Oh, is it? I yeah, um, the new week. when there was a new beginning show the last. Week. Yeah, it was uh, Nagoya with uh, Shingo Takagi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, bro. Shingo did his Made in Japan. It's, it's like um, you, you you ever seen um. What's that? You 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 know Jordan Grace's Grace Driver, right? Yeah. When she takes up on it, she like she like holds him in like a, I don't know, like, like like she asked if she was deadlifting him, and then she like yeah. flips him over and like, dude, Shingo dropped Tanahashi like right on his head, bro. I was oh. like, Jesus Christ! But like, but like, it, it was just more so of a thing. Like, I I don't know if Tanahashi could like rotate his body like that quickly. You know yeah. So like, it, yeah, it, it, it was it, got it in him. It, it, it kind of reminded me of when Shinsuke. Dropped John Cena on his head. Like Cena just didn't know the. I feel like Cena thought he was about to get hit with a German. Yeah, yeah. And he Shingo was trying to like flip him all the way over, and Cena just landed. I was like, Jesus Christ! But it was just like that. But that that one with Tanahashi was nasty. I was like, Gee, but he he was okay though. You um, you just reminded me of something, uh, which I'm gonna get to now. You um, you mentioned Shinsuke Nakamura there. One guy who's having a hell of a run on SmackDown at the moment is. Nakamura had that awesome run in the gauntlet match for the title, but also uh, Cesaro's now beaten Daniel Bryan clean twice. Um, and I wanted to ask you, what do you think their plans are for Cesaro? Because uh, I think <laughs> there was, but there was rumours. Do you think they've literally just given him a couple of big wins? To get him to sign his new contract, I, 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 I think Daniel Bryan is giving him a couple big, a couple big wins <laughs> because yeah. Daniel Bryan's on the creative team. That's what that's what I think. I, I think Daniel Bryan sees something as already trying to make them see what he sees. Makes them see it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, and Bryan, Bryan, Bryan is made, bro. Like him losing literally does nothing to him. So I mean, yeah, but, and I think it, it helps Cesaro as well, doesn't it? Helps like, him massively. But he, 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 like, he just needs some more, bro. I, Do you think, mate, that they're building to Cesaro versus Nakamura? Because obviously they need two nights worth of content of matches. Uh, yeah, NXT back then. Like, you, you think they didn't? Oh, we'll get back to that. But uh, I, was I like, think they would do Cesaro versus Nakamura on one night. Yeah, um, I was, I was going to ask you. Do you think they should put the NXT women's and men's title on the Mania show? Yeah, I think the NXT main two titles should definitely be on the. WrestleMania shows, um, but I'm not sure. I don't know if I'd put the tag team titles on there unless they were going to do like a champions versus champions versus because they got no tag teams. So a way out of that is you could do 
a ladder match between uh, what have you got? So New Day versus who's the Raw Tag Team Champions? New Day, no, no, Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, who now? Who are the Raw Tag Team? Jesus Christ, who are the Raw Tag Team? Uh, uh, it is New Day. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's oh, Shelton Benjamin, Bobby Lash. I mean, Shelton Benjamin. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, Cedric Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, like a ladder match between the Hurt Business, whoever's the NXT. Only Danny. Whether it's whether it's yeah, whether it's only Lorkin and uh, Thingy, or if it's or you could it could be the grizzled young veterans by then, or whoever. or it could be the Rascals, it could be the Undisputed Era, or they're out of the tournament, aren't they? Um, say, it, could, uh, it could be Champer and Timothy Thatcher. You want to do some 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 early takeover predictions since the show's next weekend? Yeah, go on then. Have you got a card, or do you want me to get it? I think I remember it by heart. Go on then. Honestly. So we hit got... Me, uh, hit me with it, brother. I think it's a, yeah, NXT title. You got Finn versus Pete for the, the amount um, of done for the NXT title. I don't see them beating Finn at this point, because I think he's going to drop it at the main right. to carry and cross. I wouldn't be disappointed if they put it on Pete Dunn, though. And yeah. I think that would be a really, especially when Pat McAfee comes back, to have his group have all the titles, I think, um, yeah, that's that's good, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, Finn won't win, but I, like, I, I wouldn't be mad if they put it on Pete Dunn. Because I, mean, I feel like it's, it's other directions you can go with that. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, but like I, I think the end game is Finn versus Cross because Cross never lost the title. So I feel like that's the end game uh, in all this. And then we got the uh, three way: Io Shirai versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez. I, I definitely think Io about to drop the title. Yeah, I see. So for me, like if Io Shirai is going to smack down the raw then i'm all right with her losing if she's not i wanted to keep this title until forever <laughs> but maybe till the mania weekend i just feel like this is a weird period because nxt don't have takeovers every month you like you you build into that mania card and i'm not sure if taking the title off io shirai now is the right Move, but unless you're gonna call her up, yeah. Um, mm. so who is it? It's um, yo, Tony Mercedes. and Mercedes. I, I'm so happy that Mercedes Martinez is in that match, by the way. I would like to see Tony Storm win it if they're gonna have her drop it, but I, so like EO or Tony Storm would probably be my two choices, um, depending on which way they're gonna go. Yeah, what, about, what do you think? I'm going either. Mercedes or EO for the win. Cause I, I feel yeah, like they, I wouldn't I, be disappointed I, if Mercedes won whatsoever. I, I feel like they, they could easily just establish her as a dominant person in the next two women's division. Like, off the bat, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. And then uh, for the next one, we got the um, finals of the Women's Dusty World Tag Team Classic, and the winners get a shout at the um, Women's Tag Titles. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are already in the finals, so they stamp in, they go on to take over, and then it's either going to be them Versus Ember Moon and Shashi Blackheart or Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, but I, I think Dakota and Raquel winning and they're gonna beat Nia and Shayna. I think that's why they took the titles off of Oscar and Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I think that's that's hundred percent. I am. I wouldn't be that disappointed if any of those teams was the three teams which are left in it 
was to win it, to be honest. I just think it's vital that whoever wins that tournament, the women's tournament, has to take the titles off. Nah, uh, Jack, Shayna Baszler. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but, it, it's, but they it's teased time, those two imploding as well, haven't they, at the Rumble? It, it, it's, it's time to tag titles. Go somewhere else. Because they like go to NXT. Just like, it's not time. doing it any with it. Yeah, time, like, like NXT will use them weekly. And you can still have them turn up on Monday and Friday as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we got uh, Gargano versus Kushida for the North American title. I don't think Gargano losing. I like Kushida, but I don't think Gargano losing. Yeah, I don't think it's the right time. Um, I don't think it's the right opponent either, if I'm being honest. Dang, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I think, um, yeah, Johnny Gargano's got that one, mate. Yeah, and that's a. Uh, I, I don't know if the men's Dusty Classic is taking finals are taking place at TakeOver, but. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be MSK versus uh, Grizzle Young Veterans in the finals. So then, who? Because Champer and Timothy Thatcher are still in that as well. Yeah, they they, they facing GYV next week. Mm, that's going to be a good match. Yeah, it is. But um, I wonder whether I do wonder whether um, Champer and Timothy Thatcher might win. I don't. I I would. I want Grizzle Young Vets to win it. Because um, because they've come over now full time. Winning that tournament seems like a really good way to to cement them, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like it's their first sort of big thing. Yeah. If uh, if, if Champa and Thatcher win, then I think MSK is going to win the whole thing. Because I, I don't think they're going to beat them. Like, and if they make it to the finals, I, I can't see them like losing. Like they might as well win the whole thing right off the gate. Like if you if you want to establish a legit tag team, ain't no better way than having them win the tournament and then having them win the titles eventually. So, mm. and that's the best way to go. Oh, for sure. Um, right. Um, was there anything else I wanted to ask you? I don't think so, mate. And I gotta wrap it up because it's uh, Saturday night, and Saturday nights are my non-podcast nights. And if I uh, if I if I take it too long, I'll be getting uh, my wife will be divorcing me <laughs> because. Uh, Saturdays are a no-go area. The only person I'm allowed to record podcasts with on a Saturday night is, in fact, you. There she we likes, go. She likes you for some reason. I don't know why. She she hasn't spoken to you. That's why. That's what it is, mate. Yeah, that's what it is, mate. She's never spoken to you. That's why she likes you. Have <laughs> it. But uh, no, guys, subscribe to youtubecom slash interviews. Follow Andrew on social media at adthompson underscore underscore for the best wrestling coverage and interviews on the internet. You can find all uh, these shows, our shows, the other shows of Ace Podcast Nation, uh, video versions at youtube.com slash acepodcastnation. Click the bell, subscribe, get all that good stuff. Audio versions at all the usual places. Have some sensational guests coming up on the Danny Batten Fight Show, for instance. We've got some UFC stars. We had a Bellator heavyweight on last week. week before that, we had a current Cage Warriors flyweight champion. Um, got former Premier League footballers on the football show. Former international footballers on the football show. It is uh, non-stop content with some top-level guests and analysts. None, none other, nor uh, should I say, None as top as our wrestling analyst, Mr. Andrew Thompson of postwrestling.com. 
thank you, my friend, for joining me again. Peace, my good man. It's always have a good a night. Pleasure. You have a good evening, and uh, I'll speak to you very soon. We'll hopefully be back next week if we can. Uh, we can. We can schedule it out. Do it, um, my friends. Post takeover in New Japan show. Yeah, man. When is takeover Saturday? This is it. Or is it Sunday? Uh, Sunday. Wait, was the fourteenth? Yeah, Sunday. And then the New Japan show is on the eleventh or the twelfth. It's it's a two day event. So, yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, I think. Well, we'll see. Look out on the. You can follow the the this show, which I tend to just post the shows on. I do post some other bits and pieces on there too. It's uh, at keeping it real underscore uh, real has got two A's because that was all that was left. But uh, if you follow that, we'll, we'll always update you on when the show is coming out and uh, sometimes some hot takes. But uh, until then, we bid you a farewell. Stay safe, my friends, and thanks for watching and listening. And uh, if you prefer the show recorded or live, let us know because uh, I'd be very interested in what people prefer. Until then, be good. Network.